the world's most inhuman and anti-environmental car maker, Volkswagen, has just emerged from the High Court of Australia with its trousers inelegantly draped around its ankles and a $125 million bill in its hand again. So it hasn't been an entirely bad year at all. Details next. In this report, where rat-cunning, boardroom hubris and outright stupidity collide. Endlessly entertaining. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. For buyers here in Australia. Even Volkswagen's like, dude, if you want to do that to yourself, who am I to judge? Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the emissions compliant card that's, uh, you know, up there now, dude. Quick history lesson on this, in case you've been dead from the neck up for six or seven years now. Back in 2016, you might recall, shortly after Dieselgate, up next, Lenny Kravitz. Remember that. The ACCC emerged from hypersleep long enough to prepare the sandpaper enema for Volkswagen and Audi for lying to the federal government and, of course, you. Specifically for breaching Section 291A of Australian Consumer Law, which essentially says, don't act like total dishonest cocks. I'm paraphrasing. But they did, of course, act like total dishonest cocks electing to poison people and pollute the environment in order to pump up the profit, which is quite sucky on the spectrum of inhuman and anti-environmental corporate conduct. <laughs> You'd agree. But they are quite high achievers also. So they breached that section of the legislation not once, but on 473 separate occasions in respect of just over 57,000 vehicles. So well done. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well go big, right? Volkswagen initially defended these proceedings in court because they are also egotistical cocks, in addition to inhuman and anti-environmental ones. But when it all started looking a bit like Dresden in February 1945, they had a quick sort of semi-private reach-around under the table with the ACCC. It's kind of an OnlyFans sort of arrangement, right, in private, where they felt the vegetables bilaterally and they jointly decided the softest landing here was going to be a $75 million fine and no more pistols at dawn in court. What a relief. So they kind of skipped back into federal court holding hands together, quite pleased with themselves with this arrangement that they had made. And they told Judge Foster they'd kissed, made up and reached around for $75 million productively. Fresh coffee spontaneously erupted from Judge Foster's nostrils, <laughs> metaphorically, when they told him they thought 75 million bucks would just about do the trick and smooth things over, going to the reach around recently. And when Big F finally got his respiratory and alimentary canals in order again, metaphorically, the first thing he said was, and again, I'm paraphrasing, Fuck that. 
They're much bigger cocks than that, dude. I'm going to make it 125 million bucks, if that's okay with you. And even if it's not, seeing as it's my friggin' courtroom. Or words to that effect. Personally, I love Judge Foster. I can't help it. Platonically, obviously. Mainly for having the big swingin' cojones sufficiently juiced up to impose the biggest consumer law penalty ever in this formerly great nation girt by bogans for inhuman anti-consumer, anti-environmental corporate cockheadism. Hashtag respect, dude. As senior executive cockheads at Volkswagen and their lawyers, no reference to individuals is made. It's just my satirical way of observing high-level corporate conduct. Well, they decided to appeal Big F's decision on seven different grounds, but mainly they just thought they could have a bit of a tantrum about it being, quote, manifestly excessive. This is a really neat inversion of reality when you think about it. Like, being the bad guy and yet attempting to paint yourself in the context of the victim. And it's happened quite a lot recently. Gladys Berejiklian did it most adroitly just the other day. Like, she's not corrupt. She's a victim of ICAC, right? And John Barillaro, same thing. Victim of an evil bastard YouTube comedian, Jordan Shanks, who hurt his feelings endlessly by sending him up over and over and over without mercy, bringing him to his knees, apparently. Anyway, the High Court, which typically moves about as fast as a swimmer in honey, laughed Volkswagen AG out of court yesterday by denying those anti-consumer cocks leave to appeal the $125 million decision. Yes, and there's no higher appeal possible. There's no higher authority. They call it the High Court for a reason. So the $125 million penalty is a done deal. It will stand. Those lying cocks will have to pay it. What a shame. And one would hope it will shine like a beacon to inform other would-be anti-consumer corporate bastards. What made it particularly egregious in this case is that if Volkswagen had told the truth, these vehicles would not have been legally allowed to be sold in Australia. Their conduct showed complete disregard for Australia's vehicle import regulations, which are designed to protect consumers. Rod Sims there, the glacé cherry on the icing of the cake that is the normally somnambulant ACCC. A couple of interesting things flow from this, right? Firstly, have a read of the reports on this in A, the mainstream media, and B, the mainstream motoring media. They kind of have to report this inconveniently, right? Because it is sort of a story, meaning it happened and it is newsworthy. Like, biggest ever consumer law penalty in the nation will stand. You can't just pretend that that didn't happen. But they have to cover it, right, for this reason. However, the criticisms of Volkswagen are so minor in these reports as to be non-existent. And that's because of the mother of all bad publishing incentives, advertising. Volkswagen Shitsville spends millions in advertising its unreliable shitboxes every year. And every publisher wants a big fat wedge of that sweet, sweet advertising pie. So they tone it down, right? Like, right down. Mainstream reports might as well be specifically contrived to support this 
victim narrative of Volkswagens, right? If you're a big advertiser or a potential advertiser, you effectively control what is said about you in the mainstream media far more effectively than any editor or journalist could hope to. In the mainstream motoring media, the system is even more emphatically broken. Every so-called editor, every so-called journalist in the mainstream commercial motoring media, they all want to remain hitched to that Volkswagen gravy train, like the lunches, the launches, the platinum frequent flyer points, the overseas junkets, the free cars to drive every week. It's a compelling incentive to do the wrong thing by you. An easy way to decouple yourself from said train o' gravy would of course be to use words like inhuman or anti-environmental or even cockhead to point out that this is an organisation that felt quite comfortable poisoning people unlawfully, knowingly, in pursuit of profit even though these allegations are substantially true and even balanced. This is why the mainstream media is broken, right? And people like you increasingly turn to the new media for balance and truth. Like here on YouTube, where a select few people actually tell it like it is, putting you first, using facts, without their heads in the vice of bad incentives. There's nothing old media hates more than new media, except, of course, someone who used to be an old media insider but woke up one day and had a catharsis and went over to the news side. At least, I don't know, that's what I heard. The second interesting point to be made here is egos out of control in the boardroom, right? Like, we have to fight this fine at all costs. <laughs> in reality... You know, 125 million bucks, it's chicken feed for Volkswagen. This is an organisation that typically posts billions of euros in profit annually, in the mid-teens of billions of euros of profit. Like, come on, 125 million bucks is nothing to them. They don't even feel it. But they do feel compelled to fight anyway because hubris out of control. How dare they do that to us, those mother lovers? Don't they know who we are? <laughs> kind of thing. These egotistical shitheads, no reference to individuals is made, it's merely a corporate culture observation. They seem not to consider anything about the cost of losing, like reputational damage if you lose. And just to spell it out, when you lose... <laughs> It all gets dredged up again, dude, and it's ratified by a court. Like, come on. The Dieselgate poisoning humanity, fuck you environment scandal in 2015. All the legal prosecutions for the next several years. Executives in the slammer, civil cases, Volkswagen becoming a criminal organisation. Like, convicted by a court of a felony in the United States. Record anti-consumer conduct fine in Australia. Seeking the leave to appeal. Having said application jammed into their rectums in the high court yesterday. Yes! It all comes back up and gets oxygenated again and again and again. And every time that happens, this core issue gets a run. Their conduct. 
And there are a bunch of people on the cusp of buying a Volkswagen at each of those resurgent times, right? And market sentiment is so sensitive now to environmental considerations in particular. So friggin' sensitive. See, this issue concerns not only the most inhuman corporate conduct in the automotive domain, which I can think of, but also the most anti-environmental willful conduct. Australia is currently, of course, bearing the brunt of collective developed world opprobrium because... Uh, <sighs> this dickhead cannot stop sucking on the teat of coal. He and the LNP are addicted to coal. This opprobrium is also swelling up internally inside the electorate here onshore. Offshore, onshore, we all know that he and his team, they're just bullshitting about the environment and climate and it is completely unacceptable and out of step with what the majority of Australians all want. And this is the backdrop against which Volkswagen saw fit to roll the dice again, effectively paying $125 million plus costs to confirm and inform once again everyone listening that this company is objectively the most anti-consumer, inhuman and anti-environmental car maker operating in Australia this century. Go figure the logic behind rolling those dice. Discretion, meet valour. Novel concept in the Volkswagen boardroom, apparently. 